you know, this illness, having this illness, doesn't make you feel very sexy, does it? It it just doesn't. When the man that or woman that you've chosen to be with becomes your caretaker, it just seems like there's no sexiness there, doesn't it? This morning, I was getting up. My husband had the day off. He had to go. He's The doctor thinks part of his reason that he's in a lot of pain and this, that, and the other is because he's not getting enough sleep at night. And I have recorded him snoring. I have actually had to leave the room because he snores so loudly. And sometimes it's like he just stops. And I'm like, okay, that's good. But no, it's not because I don't think that's good. You know, it's good for my ears, but it's not good for his body, right? So... He was taken off today because he had to go to that appointment. He had to go pick up his machine. They're doing this breathing sleep test for the next three nights. And I'm like, what does this entail? And he's like, well, I'll be putting this mask on my face and this thing around my ribs and I'll be sleeping and I do it for three nights. And I just looked at him and in the back of my mind, I was just thinking, oh my gosh. This man that took my breath away, that took me to places sexually and intellectually that I've never been, is almost 51 years old and is going to be putting this sleep mask on. I'm like, how sexy is that going to be? I'm like, that's not fair, Christy. Think of all the things he's done for you. How sexy can that be? And I was like, yeah. And this morning, case in point, I got up filled with vim and vigor, ready to go for it, ready to start the day. I had my AWOL zebra agenda, my three to-dos. I was going to make it happen. And I get up and I grab my britches and I go to put them on. And why? I never, ever thought about putting my fanny down in the chair, I do not know. But I got up, grabbed my jeans, picked up my right leg, went to step into my pants, and when I did, I lost my balance, and I started to fall, and I didn't quite fall, but my left leg, I don't know, it like hit the ground really hard, like boom, and I twisted a little bit, and I thought, that didn't feel so good. And I'm like, that wouldn't happen to anybody else, would it? Anybody that didn't have hypermobile joints. I'm like, I think I popped my hill, my my help. I call it my pelvis, my my hip pelvis combination. Pel- yeah, pelvis and hip combination. My pelvis, or I don't know, my pip. I don't know, my pelp. I don't know. I've got to come up with something because something popped out, and I was like, this does not feel good. And we were going to spend a day together because, you know, I wanted to go to the YMCA because I wanted to do this water therapy. And I'm just thinking, man, I can't tell him that I popped my hip out. I just, I just, I got to get through it. I said, I don't think I really did. So I'm wiggling a little bit back and forth and I'm thinking, okay, I'm good to go. I I didn't hurt myself. I'm like, let's go ahead and start our day because we're going to be active and be a sexy happening hip (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hip kind of couple because our son's at school and he was going on a field trip. I'm like, we'll be good to go. And I was flashing back to J. 
January 17th, 2007. Because we met in this house. And we were getting ready to leave. And we were walking by the very spot where I first felt those sparks fly. And as I'm looking at the spot, I'm thinking to myself, wow, could we rekindle those sparks again? Has this illness taken that away? Now, I'm telling you, when we met, I needed to have my roof fixed. And I had called a few people to uh, fix my roof. And I kept getting pushed off to the next person. Well, I called this one company. And they said, we are just so booked. Let me give you the name and number of this other company. And I said, okay. So, thanks to them, we have a Wyland handshake. I call this company. And they said, we're going to send you out our top salesperson, Chris Hanchi. And I said, okay. He comes out to the house. And I look at him and I'm like, okay, I kinda, he's interesting. He goes and, and does my roof, looks at it and everything. And then comes off the roof and he's sitting there talking to me. And he's in front of, I had a 55-gallon fish tank at the time. And Cheech and Chong were in there swimming. And they were big fish. I forget what they were. It started with a pea. And I, I, I started with P. It's a really common fish, but they grow really big. And it was Cheech and Chong, and they were in there swimming. And I mean, put it this way: like one night, I called the police because somebody was banging on my door, and like in my house, I could tell somebody was just banging, and I was freaking out. I was by myself, so I called the police. And when the police got here, I went running to the front door. It was Cheech. He had jumped out of the fish tank, and he was so big, he was flopping back and forth. And, I, it, you know, the police, you know, first of all, made sure I wasn't inebriated. I wasn't being held against my will and being forced to tell them this bogus story that my fish had jumped out of the tank and that I honestly called them because I thought somebody was breaking in the house. It took a little bit, so I had to get these, you know, glass fish lids or these lids and put a brick on it so I love my fish tank and the fact that he was standing there by the fish tank and, and looking at my fish and complimenting the fish and then you know he touched my hand and he kind of complimented me and I was looking at him and he had all his teeth and that that <laughs> that says a lot about me I, <laughs> the places I must have been hanging out I was grateful that he had all his teeth but yeah, it was Slim Pickens back in 2007. So I was just, wow, he's got all his teeth. I find him really sexy. This is exciting to me. And January 17th, I met him. He get, you know, He's like, I, I'm going to go and work up this estimate, and I'll get back in, you know, in touch with you the next 7 to 10 days. January 24th, he called me up. We were on the phone for 45 minutes. And we had a little conversation. He's like, well, how about I just stop by and drop off this estimate? And I said, okay. And this was, you know, 5.30 on January 24th. And 4 o'clock January 24th in the a.m. as he was leaving my house after we had been up all night, I thought, wow. This is the man for me. Now, that does say a lot. You know, I met him January 17th. We spoke on the phone January 24th for 45 minutes. I had my legs behind my head before January 25th. But this was the man for me. March 3rd, 2007, the man for me broke up with me. 
Why? Because he wasn't ready for a commitment. And neither was I. Neither one of us had ever really had long-term commitments. We were, you know, 37, 35. And I was devastated. But then a couple weeks later, he called me because he worked in Williamsburg. He lived in Newport News, but he worked in Williamsburg. So, uh, you know, he asked if he could stop by. And so I became his lunch date every so often when it was a convenient time for both of us. I was off at 10 o'clock at home by 11 every day, so I was available until he did call me on my birthday in May, May 2nd. And he said, you know, can I come on by? I remember it's your birthday. And of course me, playing hard to get, right? <laughs> I, I played so hard to get in the beginning, right? I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not available. Perhaps another day. Now, his birthday was May 8th. So we were able to, you know, hook up in between those times. And uh, I just enjoyed our our get-togethers, you know. I was going to take whatever I could get at this point. It was just chemistry. It was just awesome chemistry. And, you know, I was doing my job, living my dream, had my own house, everything was paid for. I was good to go. I was going to get my roof fixed. This was the man for me. Even though we went from hot to heavy, looking at being a boyfriend and girlfriend, to hot and heavy, friends with benefits. Well, one of those hot and heavy moments, you know, produced a wild handshake. And uh, I'll never forget when I was calling him. I called him. I found out July 11th and four pregnancy tests and I, a couple calls, you know, to the to the to the uh, pregnancy test people because I was just bound and determined that their tests were at fault because I was told at 17 I couldn't get pregnant. I was with him. I told him I can't have children. So I was like, this makes me a liar. I'm going to lose my friends with benefit. <laughs> so I was calling everybody complaining. July 13th, I go ahead and make the call to tell him, you know, I'm pregnant. He thought I was calling to tell him I gave him a disease. But I'll never forget that phone call, you know, telling him, hey, you know, I'm pregnant. Uh, I think, you know, I'm I'm going I'm going to have this child and uh if you want to be a part that's great if not you know I I understand you know but I think this is the direction I I wish to go I was told I couldn't have children it's happened for some odd reason so I think I want to go with it so we were planning on living separately he was in the process of buying a house and I was going to keep my house and that was what we decided in July in August 2007, he was a bit inebriated, had just come back from the Porcupine Peanut Festival, was driving by my house, came in and sang to me, you're having my baby, what a lovely way of saying how much you love me or need me, you know, that song. And as corny as it was, I again found it oh so sexy. And he asked, you know, you want to give it a shot? You want to move in together and we'll see how it goes? 
And then October 17th, when he came back from a business trip, he told me that, you know, he was falling in love with me. Definitely, you know, ready to be 100% in. We already were, but for him to actually verbalize it just meant, meant a lot to me. And then we're together. I'm enjoying pregnancy because it was the best time of my life. I mean, my body temperature, I was wearing shorts in the wintertime. I was eating up like a storm. Quarter pounder and a filet of fish through the 24-hour drive through at McDonald's on the way to work at 5 o'clock in the morning. And then at 11 o'clock, I was getting a quarter pounder and a filet of fish on the way home. So I was eating a lot. And then like four grilled cheeses when I came home. I was real happy. 56 pounds I gained and I, not a not a complaint for me at all. So... April 4th, 2008, he proposes. And I said, you don't have to do that, you know. I said, divorce is not an option. I said, so if, if you're really wanting to get married, then that's super cool. But if not, I'm happy the way things are. October 15th, I get my dream wedding. I just wanted to elope, but he wanted to get married on the beach. And I wanted to have a pancake wedding cake. So we got married at sunrise at Cape Hatteras. And our son was there, six months old, wearing a corduroy blazer and little corduroy pants and shoes and a little bit clip-on tie. And that was just incredible to me. And the chemistry was still there, and it was even better because now I had my family. And I had all this sexiness going through me because my bosoms were super huge. I had a baby. I was just, everything was great. Absolutely loved life. And then, I guess, out of nowhere, I started realizing that I had this kind of illness or something like that. And as my body started declining, he was there with me the entire time and stayed beside me and did everything in his power to be with me through thick and thin. And I was thrilled. I was absolutely thrilled about having this man in my life and about the journey that we were doing. And I thought, wow, whoever would have thought that that roof estimate in January of 2007 would turn in to it being the greatest sale of his life and it being the turning point for me that I got my complete family. And this morning, after I popped my hip out and I'm looking at him thinking, He's getting ready to go get this mask, and I've got to watch him sleep with his mask. I mean, what has happened to our relationship? Has this illness taken all my sexiness away? And just as I'm trying to readjust my body, my husband comes back, and he looks at me, and he says, You popped your hip out, didn't you? And I said, Yes, I did. He said, Why don't you just lay down on that bed? And let me pull it out for you. And I never thought 
I would hear anything that was more sexy in my entire life. And I told you all that because even though I don't have the <laughs> the stamina that I did in 2007 and my legs aren't going behind my head, I'm still fortunate enough did I say that right? Still fortunate enough to be able to find some humor and some sexiness, even though every day isn't a humdinger of a day. Like, you know, yesterday I was crying. A couple days before that, I was go lucky happy. Days before that, you know. It's like, which crest here are we going to get today? But I was happy that I had someone that cared enough to, I don't know, keep going on this trip with me. So I'm grateful for my husband, grateful for my son, and I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of AWOL Zebra. That's Ella, by the way. That's Ella. Yeah, she's getting, yeah. She's on Prozac, by the way, because Emma uh, irritates her and they have this little kitty litter thing going on. So we have to you know, keep her on Prozac. So she's gained a lot of weight and I think she's a bit constipated. So we've got her on the Miralax. So she comes in and cries a little bit. But again, I'm very grateful for y'all being here and listening and taking time out of your day to share with me. So, oh, by the way, if you can, like us on Spotify because we're getting more people and we can hopefully get more sponsors and things like that. And that's what we're looking forward to trying to do. And, you know, that's about it. Thank you so much. I can hear you. What is it you want me to say? Love you, Are <laughs> So that's my husband. He is telling me something. But well, then that's Ella. Emma will pop up here in a minute. But getting back to my finale here, my finish. I won't say it. I was going to say, you know, I was going to say it, but I'm not going to say it. Even though this illness takes us to one extreme to another, always try to find a little something in the negativity. So I told you all about my, I guess my, my, what is it you call? I wouldn't say my, or how, I guess, you know, how easy I was back in the day. And to share with you that story, just because even though it's not like it was, how many years ago was that? 2017, so what, 16 years ago? Wow. So even though I don't have the same sexiness in my relationship that we did in the beginning, I'm very grateful to have a little bit of it still in a different way. So make sure you do your three things for your AZA, your AWOL Zebra Agenda, and try to find 
the positive in the crappiest of days. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I hope you have a lovely day. I look forward to your messages. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.